Welcome to Regulars Anonymous. With host, Zachary Landry. Sitting down with the people who are standing in line behind you at the grocery store. And hearing what they have to say. My once gorilla grip is no longer great. No? No. Where'd it go? Oh, is uh, it doing that thing? Carpal tunnel. Yeah, it's going down a little. But I hit it. I, I can still open pickle jars once in a while. <laughs> Harder than you think sometimes. Oh, man. And, like, the worst is, like, I open them with my left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my <laughs> right's the fucked up one. I'm like, what? How is this getting harder? This hand is not crippled yet. <laughs> I realized that when uh, I was making, like, Caesars at the bar and it was decently busy and i had to yeah. run out back because we ran out of garnish and like could not open a jar of asparagus <laughs> oh the asparagus jars are the worst like they're like the they're like wide like yeah this. Yeah, yeah i have one in my guarantee i have like one in my cupboard and probably one in my fridge and i'm like every time i'm like why is this one so fucking hard oh man it made me feel like I, I, I like I was about to smash the bottle. Yeah, like you're I'm almost like, almost better off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, is that like? Am I gonna have to slice it off with a with a knife? Wherever you see people do that with a Fuck beer yeah. bottle. Oh man, like he's like all the tricks I know too. Like the like running under hot water doesn't work. You like, hit it with a knife. No. <laughs> Although they hit it with a knife, one I found you gotta like. The same with like grinders and stuff, where you gotta like hit it like across. Oh, okay. Kind of sweep it. Yeah, you want to like hit it so it breaks whatever seals going. Nice. Yeah, I was just thought to just hit it and realize it. <laughs> there, there was a purpose behind it, or a way to do it properly. <laughs> like you see those guys who like uncork champagne bottles with knives or weird things. You know, does that be so nervous to do that, man? I think I tried once. Yeah, <laughs> take out anyone's eye or no, no. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't remember if I was even successful. I gave it to someone else. Like, you know, man. <laughs> so there's dumb shit like that, that I would like, if I knew at some point I'd have to be doing it for an yeah. event, I'd practice beforehand. I got into like juggling bottles for a while. Oh yeah. Uh, I took a bartending course in Edmonton when I was like 21 and they taught some of it. And so I like wrapped a bottle in, uh, reflective tape like industrial reflective tape <laughs> so that I could like bounce and it wouldn't shatter everywhere in my place it's pretty fun that's cool. also shiny yeah, yeah. speaking piece yeah did you ever get any of the weighted bottles uh just like the practice dummy ones uh no i just grabbed my own for a while i was real into it uh i could do some moves fairly easily and but i never kept my attention just seemed like so much work to pouring a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like it's cool. And so I'm like, I know a guy, uh, Shadow. Uh, he used to bartend at the Funky Buddha last I saw him anyways. And he was the guy who taught me. But he's like, you go to a bar and you see this guy and you're like, oh, he makes it look effortless. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. And I just never had enough attention to do that. Yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And you could be doing other things like drinking those drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Stop wasting time. <laughs> yeah. Customers in and out, man. Yeah. 
When was the last time you bartended? Oh. Over a decade. Oh, okay. Yeah. I Before was... I moved out of Edmonton the first time. Yeah. yeah. Where, where'd you move to? Was it back up to Fort Mac? No, I was to Vernon. Oh. Yeah. And then to Fort Mac, then Prince Albert, then back to Edmonton. Fair enough. Don't. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so where are we at? Oh, oh. It, that's it. Oh man, I like your style of podcast. It's so easy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty chill. Nice. These couches are comfy. Thank you, brother. Yeah, this is kind of. You a... See the the MMA fighter. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I love me some MMA. Oh, I have my black belt in judo, so I like that. Well, yeah, I, I was gonna, to fight I was a little. Gonna, I was gonna mention it to him beforehand because he's like, "What are you up to?" And I was like, "Oh, we're recording." He's like, "Ah, oh, sick," because he's trying to line up. He's like, "Oh, you should talk to this guy and get some other fighters and and coaches in on it." Yeah, you know, is a martial arts is just a great thing to be in. Mm-hmm. I think once you understand how you can, like, hurt someone, you're, like, wanting to hurt someone goes, like, down. And, like, the more you know, you're like, oh, no. Because it's pretty easy to hurt someone. Oh, yeah. People do it accidentally. Yeah. All like, the time. I have my black belt in judo, and it translates to the gentle way. <laughs> what? Yeah. But it has to do with, like, the history of, like, when it was when it was uh made and and what was going on at the time because it was made during like late feudal japan mm-hmm. and it was created so that anyone who was like attacking or trying to assassinate the emperor would be caught and not killed right it was like showing restraint <laughs> in a way right let's like incapacitate yeah uh, incapacitate don't kill and that's gentle <laughs> But absolutely not. Yeah. Getting uh, thrown sucks, man. If you don't know how to fall. <laughs> well, even even you just, if if it's like a perfect throw. Oh, no, you man. Can catch it. Uh, I, got, I got caught with a perfect throw in a tournament once, man. And like time slowed down. So I was like <laughs> flying through the air. And like, this is like, uh, if you ask the people I did judo with, like, you just don't catch me. And this guy caught me. And I was like in the like slowed down, you know, like you see that like perfect movie thing where it's just, shh, shh. and I had this big smile on my face. My coach was like, "What the fuck? You just lost!" And I was like, "Did you see that throw?" But he nailed it. <laughs> fuck, killed it. <laughs> I'm not even angry. Oh. You can't be mad at someone who does that. I always hated when I didn't go for the those opportunities where you you, you could have shot for something and yeah. and then. You hesitated and you get caught somewhere else. Yeah, I uh, I had like a stack of bronze medals. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I like, they were like, when I was growing up, they all like hung on like one hanger for a while and then fucking broke and they all fell, like all my medals fell. But yeah, just a stack. I was third place a lot. A lot. Uh, but then like, it, like near the end of my judo career, uh, I would like talk to guys. Like I remember, uh, I was like signing a, a getting. I was writing out a points form for the points I gained from the tournament, mm-hmm. 
And this guy helped me out, and he's just like, it's like, oh, thanks, man. He's, I was like, I just can't. I still fucking can't believe today I did really well. And he's like, dude, you're pretty good. And I was like, I don't know, man. He's like, I fucking hate fighting you. And I was like, what? You kick my ass like all the time. Like nine out of ten times this guy beat me. And he was like, yeah, but you just have this way of winning. I can't explain it. You just win. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, like, I was like the, I don't know, like a king, make, uh, a king maker like you. Like a Tony Ferguson kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to beat this guy to go fight these guys. <laughs> kind of guy when I was competing a lot, yeah. How how long did you compete for? Oh, uh, like twelve years. Yeah, and is that how long it also took you to get your black belt? Uh less. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not much. I uh a little bit after my black belt I tore the ligaments in this thumb. Oh, okay. My doctor told me to take a year off. I took six months. My first practice back in, I didn't even get through the warm up really, like warm up exercises before we did anything, and I tore the ligaments in my right ankle. <laughs> So I like went back to my doctor and he was like, it wasn't, neither of them were real bad, like needing surgery bad, but, uh, he was like, you know, keep your weight off of it and don't go back to judo for a year. And six months later I was back in judo <laughs> and I went to my first tournament and I threw a guy hard enough into my own nose that I shattered it. <laughs> and like, I had like recently had like, a. A tongue piercing, you know, I couldn't wear the tongue piercing in, and they kept me in the medic tent so long that it, my tongue had healed over. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the hospital, and they were like, is this the first time breaking your nose? And I was like, yeah. And someone else come look at it, they're like, is this the first time? And I was like, yeah. They're like, are you sure? <laughs> that bad, eh? Oh, yeah. I went, I had to get put under. Oh. <laughs> to get my nose fixed, yeah. Hey, that was pretty bad. Take it you haven't been back to judo? Uh, I did go back uh for a year or so um my mid to late 20s and i mostly just did it for practice and then uh just to keep active like i if i wanted to go back to judo it would cost me so little yeah <laughs> to go back because i my black belt like you just pay like basically a black belt fee for some places and you can go yeah, um, but I mean, twelve years of work putting in, right? You know, it's yeah. not like uh, it didn't, uh, you know, add to the community. And even me going back wouldn't add to the community. You don't but think? I would I you think, take like a coach position or? Well, probably. Yeah. Even just you know, like not tournament style, but the tournament I did go into, I probably one of the worst concussions of my life. <laughs> I got draw. I got, there's a there's a particular move that is bad for concussions, and I got just. Like forehead on the ground, Katagaruma? From, no, it's, it's a drop sinagi. Yeah. Uh, that was above it's a fe- it's effective, but like if you resist, it's just like a slingshot of your face to the ground, and that's what happened. I don't re- really remember it happening. I kind of understood what happened when I was in the, <laughs> like getting bowed off, <laughs> and like. Uh, my girlfriend was at like a rave the night before, so she was super tired <laughs> and called her to be like, you have to come get me. She's like, you have my car. And I was like, take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, I used to live 
uh, not far from where I live now. Uh, so you could take the 100 like every 10 minutes and it's a super fast. She fucking did not. She got a cab. It took way longer. <laughs> what, what do you miss most about judo? Uh, probably most of it. Just everything. It's so weird to like take one thing out of judo, right? Like it's a, it's an individual team sport. Yep. Right, like the better you do, the better everyone else does, and so you miss that. I miss competition. I miss just fighting. <laughs> I guess something I definitely miss. I thought about going back or doing jujitsu, but I don't know. Maybe one day. Yeah. Uh, How's your body these days? Uh I mean, I put it through a lot. My lower back is not great right now, but so I want to get into some yoga. Yeah, get into some stretching. But other than that, I think mostly it's just from the like six to eight months of not having a dog, just not being active, that really fucked me up. Yeah. Right? When you're going three to five walks a day to zero. <laughs> yeah, that's a big right. change. Yeah, that's a big change. So just get active more. Probably do more stretching. Yeah. It's not like I look like I'm mad out of shape, anyways. No, no, it's always. Always on the cusp yeah. is where I like to live. <laughs> you know, yeah. If I don't eat a cookie today, it will look like I have a six-pack tomorrow. <laughs> it's... I fucking uh, I took this night shift welding job that was just like totally ADHD uh, great. Like it's just sitting like yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to really say like sit and do this thing, mm-hmm. but it was like go to work and work out for eight, ten hours. And I was just like, I would go through like so much water. I lost so much weight. <laughs> I probably lost in like the first two months, like 30 pounds just working. Holy shit. <laughs> I've had like these like overalls that like, you know, for working outside that were like too baggy on me like a couple months in, like way too baggy. You're catching on everything. Baggy. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Are you still working there? There no, no. <laughs> I got a decent seven to three thirty job. Hours are great. I gotta find something to fill in from when I get home to when other things happen. Mm-hmm. It's the only problem. So your dog passed away. Yeah, yeah. And you had her for about a decade. Yeah, yeah. Every day, every almost every day of ten years. Yeah. Sage, right? Yeah. 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 Sage. Yeah. I fucking, when me and my ex broke up, like I never wanted that dog. I didn't want the dog I had before that either. <laughs> I didn't want any <laughs> dragons. And that's not true. I kind of wanted the dragons, but like my ex wanted the dog. And then uh, like I did all the things with the dog and like the dog was mine. That was just it. And then her mom even told her like when we broke up, she's like, that's his. You know that, right? You don't get that. <laughs> So, like, most of my life was a lot of making sure that that dog was as best taken care of as she could be. And it's fucking hard. <laughs> like, when you've been providing that kind of care, and you don't realize kind of what, like, a, a symbiotic relationship it is. And, like, I wouldn't compare it to having kids or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like living with your best friend forever. <laughs> or for their ever. <laughs> <They're>, oh, <gosh. laughs> you know right like and i like look back now like because 
Like it was hard when it first happened. Like my cat, and that's like the only animal that, or the only thing that she really knew. And I was like my dog's cat, like hundred percent. Like I joked around, about, <laughs> like well, when before I got the cat, like years before, I joke around with her, be like, "I'm gonna get you a cat." <laughs> and she fucking like she knew, like, "Oh, you're gonna get me a cat." Like she would start paying attention to shit, right? So I got her cat, and just she loved it, right? And I was. It wasn't so much until, like, really near the end of her life, but, like, after, after, and I realized how much this dog had trained this cat. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And, like, I trained the dog, so it's training the cat like I would train it in some circumstances, right? And, like, just, like, so weird things. Like, my dog uh, didn't really like to cuddle, but she would, like cuddle with her butt up against you just the, was butt like, touch. just the butt touch yeah. right and that's how my cat cuddles and she won't like she'll come in <laughs> like every once in a while she'll come and lay down on you or whatever but like when she's ready for bed and whatnot she climbs into bed she's just like butt shoulder <laughs> like i'm not allowed to move if i go over to like cuddle her she's like i'm the fuck out of this no i don't want to do this so you have you still have like this little yeah. symbiotic yeah or at least you know like uh, a little part of her lives on, right? Yeah. I mean, I, the reason we got Sage was so a little part of my other dog would move on. All the, most of the good parts. <laughs> Some of the bad parts too, but you know, whatever. That seems to be the thing. Yeah. Is, now would you get another dog? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Ooh. Uh, was it three weeks ago? Maybe two weeks ago. I I put a hole in my finger at work, mm-hmm. and but the day after I went to D and D, and I met one of my players, five year old girls, her daughter, and uh, super super awesome little girl. Uh, we're out having like a smoke break, and she's out there, and she's like, "Do you have any wishes?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I got lots of wishes." <laughs> she's like, "Tell me one." I was like, "Wow, it won't come true." She's like, no, it'll come true. And she's like, goes and like grabs a bunch of sand from the ground. <laughs> and she's like, this is wishing sand. And I was like, okay, I know it's real now. <laughs> Kids are so close to magic. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. And then so she's like, what do you want? And I was like, I want a puppy. And so she like whispers to the sand. Like, he wants a puppy. And then she like listens to it. And she's like, all right, you'll get a puppy in a year. And she goes, in a year, you'll get a puppy. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's exactly when I think I'll be ready. <laughs> Probably won't be ready, but I mean, who the fuck it ever is? No, no, right? So, yeah, and I yeah wouldn't compare it to a child either. No, but like yeah, I just drove out to the pound one day. Like, oh, I'll go look at some dogs. <laughs> I mean, you could kind of do that. You could do that with kids for a while. I don't yeah, know. If, like, or, could, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's any orphanages. Yeah, well, you could hang out at the mall, you know, and right. just you know, oh, that one. That's a good. little bit. <laughs> I mean, you probably pay someone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, how much for your kid? And they'd be like, what? Like, how much? Like, well, you look like you're over it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, know you know what, man? If I had a kid and some guy came up to me and did that, I would like haggle a price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He catches <laughs> you on the right kid, day. Kid, just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, don't worry, man. You just have a new dad. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a mom. I don't know. What are you? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's, going on? what's going on with you? Yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah. ask. <laughs> What are you going home to now? Yeah, right? So, this is basically the same thing in that that regard, though. If you're if you're adopted, you don't know what you're getting, really. No. I got a puppy the last time, and I don't know if I'll go back to getting an old dog. Fair. Even in a couple of years, and it's just so much yeah. other training you have to do. 
with with a puppy or with an old dog? With an older dog. Yeah. It's like a different kind. Like uh uh my other dog I had to like years into having her I had to like start to train her to not pull on the leash and to even just look at where I was because I didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. And she never, I don't know, she was a decently trained dog when we got her, but never, <laughs> yeah, like never really listened. Fair. Yeah. I find, uh, I just found because Patsy was a pup when Ben got her and then Hitch. And Patsy was good because I was with my ex that time and she had a dog. But, like, she was a rescue mutt as well, but she just got, she just knows the program. Yeah, she, I mean, they, they're they pack animals, so they pick it up pretty quick. Yeah. So. But it is funny to see now when, when I got Hitch, and he's just, like, a, he wants to do things and, like, please kind of deal. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, right? We uh, had a handshake deal. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, fucking dope. But it's funny to see the the habits that they pick up from each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like when Sage was young uh, and I was still living in Vernon, one of my buddies uh, had a dog he got in Mexico or Guatemala. He had a husky. Guatemala. (laughs) What? Yeah, like a small (laughs) small husky. It was adorable, adorable. Um, And he lived on top of the mountain and I lived uh, in the valley. Not like quite all the way in. I lived just out on the outside of or the inside of rural Vernon. So like there were like businesses and then farms where I lived, but it was like right there. <laughs> um, and he would come to visit, and we'd let the dogs in the backyard, and his dog would roam the mountain and come home. My dog stayed in the yard, and not after that. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, my dog was more popular in the neighborhood. She knew finally everyone knew my dog, because she was just everywhere. <laughs> That's the best, man. That'd be uh, the best, like, yeah, for yeah. dog. Oh, yeah. The dog was out. I, like, catch her, like, uh, there was a boxer, like, two houses down, and she would, like, sneak through the yard, and they would, like, walk up and down the fence together, and it'd be adorable. <laughs> Like, oh, like you got a maybe boyfriend. I can't tell from here. It's fine. No, yeah. (laughs) You've got a friend. You got a friend. (laughs) Any idea what kind of dog you would get? No. No. Give it the year. Give it. I know. I like to think that I operate that way, but I don't. I'm 100% into the chaos, so I'll just be like. I want a dog, and then I will say to the universe, I want a dog, and then a dog will be like, hey, guess what? I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. Chaos That's how magician. I got my cat. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, I'm looking for a cat. Hey, man, here. This guy's getting for a cat. <laughs> like, fucking minutes, man, I got a cat online. <laughs> like, put out a Kijiji ad or huh? Facebook or what? It was through Facebook. I But I, uh, back when I was on Facebook proactively, mm-hmm. Uh, and had a following of people. I was I just said, you know, like, hey man, I'm looking at cat a cat. Does anyone know where I can get one? And someone's like, yeah, man. And then they DM'd me a number. I, I <laughs> called them. They sent me pictures of cats, and I was they were like, what ones do you like? And I was like, well, there's a black and orange one. The orange was spoken for. The black one is. And I was like, well, what is it? Male or female? Like it's female. It's like, perfect. I'll take it. 
It was like minutes, like uh, less than an hour from when I posted to when I finished everything. <laughs> like, like, all right, well, when she's ready to come get her, you can come. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of things in your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. No, I uh, definitely live in that ether. Yeah. <laughs> Embrace it. Oh, I do. I 100% do. And I try to tell people how it works. And they go, I don't really believe you. And I'm like, I can show you, right? Like... It happens a lot on drugs, but I have an app <laughs> that I use to, <laughs> to be like, this is how the universe works. I had a friend who was like, no, it doesn't. And I was like, yeah, man. He's just like, everything's about consciousness, at least in my belief. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we'll use this app. And it's just like an intention-based location finder. <laughs> intention-based location finder. Yeah. yeah. So you like, you start off small when you're using it, if you don't know kind of how everything works. Uh, so you just say something. So my buddy was like, I want to see a symbol of love. So it like generates location in the area and, you know, hooks up to Google maps. And it'll, so we'll give you directions there. So we drove to this, it was like a little townhome area where the dot was. So we like drove around and didn't see anything. And we like parked and he goes, this is bullshit. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. I was like, what is that that we parked beside? <laughs> he's like that is a rose bush and i was like all right so yes no symbol of love <laughs> and he's like fuck <laughs> you know like i was like it's not an exact location thing right like it's hard to it's hard to i guess pinpoint so many things going on at once yeah but, i mean i could show you how it works anytime but it's simple like say something like i use adjectives like say something you want to see and mm-hmm. it's like and it's so i use like my buddy said nifty and i said silly and with he's got a. you may have seen this car posted online but it's like a old caddy with it's like lifted it's got these huge fucking rims <laughs> and like we heard it first it's got like a banging sound system <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's painted up with like free Palestine all around it. <laughs> and it was like right where it's at. And I was like, what do you think? He's like, that's pretty fucking nifty, man. <laughs> it's like, this is how it works. And like, we had a bunch of things on that walk. We probably did like four or five things, and each one of them was like pretty real. spot on. Yeah. We like, it was a couple different things. Like, he, he chose to search a void. And we watched like a guy on a bike, like, like dodge around us and other people walking. And then there was like a jogger and he fucking like basically ran into the back of this jogger with like so much, like in view of the people he already dodged. Mm-hmm. And then where we were going to was just a bunch of crackheads walking around in the woods. It's <laughs> like, this is what a void is. There's nothing good here. <laughs> so how long have you existed in this ether? Oh, most of my life. Yeah. yeah. Young age. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's when I first kind of started noticing. Mm-hmm. Um, You could say it's like prayer or stuff, but a lot of the time you also have to get out of your own way to, I had a friend who was going through some shit and I was like, well, how do you, she was like, I was like, ask her what she wants. She's like, I want a hug. And I was like, well, how do you get a hug if you're in a ball? <laughs> She's like, what? It's like, look at this. If I want to hug, I do this. <laughs> she's like, oh, right. Yeah. So, like, a lot of things you kind of have to set up to receive yourself. Like, um, 
Uh, I listen to this guy, Kira the Don. He remixes a lot of motivational speakers and stuff. And this guy, Navel Ravenkant, I think is his name. And he talks about luck. He's like, there's a kind of luck you can't really describe. And it's because you built yourself to be that person. Right? Your whole life or whatever you've been doing. Like, say you make deals. And you're really good at making deals. People then come to you. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's not really luck. You've created uh, an energy that says, I do this thing. So, I think everyone can do it with whatever. So, But it's their choice to do so. <laughs> yeah. Right? You have to put something in. Yeah, like I like I'll talk about like manifesting or whatever because it's the easiest way to say it. Yeah. Right. And then someone be like, Why don't you manifest a million dollars? And I was like, Have you ever known me to be anything good with money? <laughs> <laughs> like me and money just don't resonate together. Yeah. So I mean like I get things and you know, my needs are fairly met and as long as I have this like mostly positive attitude, my shit goes pretty well. Right. Even when it's not going well. I'm always trying to keep positive. Like, am I learning a lesson? Sure. Yeah. This is just what's happening right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it sounds pretty bad to be in this moment, but I mean, this moment is going to end. Yep. Right. So, can we prepare for the next one? Even though we're kind of shitty <laughs> right now. Right. Like, I'm dealing a lot with that with my brother and his health. And, uh, like, I told him when, in, like, he moved in a little while ago, and I'm like, man, your house is more important than anything. Like, I can afford this place, so I don't want your money. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, get better. You know, get into a healthy spot and then move the fuck out. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But if, you know, if we fuck up, you know, we just have to change the rules. We have to, you know, that's it. And I don't ever, like, uh, <clears throat> someone, and I remember hearing about people who relapse on drugs and it's like bro did you do all the shit you did when you were really bad with drugs and it's like no you didn't relapse you just had a bad day right oh fuck okay you know you can stumble yeah right it's nothing that says that progress always needs to go forward yeah (laughs) there's never a straight line anyways (laughs) no it's always you didn't just show up here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of. But. Kind of. But yeah. Since you've been here, you had to <laughs> stumble around anyways. <laughs> yeah. And that's mostly how I ended up in the ether, I guess. I don't really have anyone telling me what to do, so I just learned. Yeah. Well, it's some of the biggest things that you've learned. Uh, it will, uh, for the better purposes i'll just refer to it as magic i don't want to do magic with anyone who isn't confident in doing it mm-hmm. like you don't have to be good or like experienced you just have to be confident and that's mostly how magic is anyways uh it's always the people who like i want to do this thing and then like they have no confidence to do it and i'm like Ugh, this is why it's not working you have no control mm-hmm. <laughs> right but other than that Nothing else. I mean, uh, I don't know how to really explain how a lot of it works or anything. Sometimes when I'm out with people, like, uh, I don't know why I say, I'll be like, we need to take a left. 
<laughs> we just end up doing something weird. We were like, that was really memorable. Like, imagine if we didn't make that laugh. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and that's how a lot of, yeah, a lot of my life has been. Just, hey, man, follow, whatever. Now, is it like instinct, just instinct or gut feeling? I source <laughs> depends on how it's being done. I guess um, a lot. I guess is instinct. A lot of it is understanding what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding how to like. If I take like, say, if we go on like a mushroom walk, and someone's trying to figure something out, and say there were like four of us. And you were like, I want to do something spiritual. I would look to this guy to the right and be like, you, where do you feel like going? Right? And be like, the other guy, you play some music or something. Right? And then I would like get them to do the things that you are looking to do but might not realize it. Mm -hmm. So like um, I took a friend out on a guided trip and I just let her lead because I wanted to see what was going on with her. And she, every time she took the lead, we go around in circles. <laughs> every time. <laughs> so, like, to me, that's being like, this is a person who is yeah. lacking the ability to make a decision or, or, or break know, like, a pattern. Or break a pattern, right? Right. And then uh, this it's a lot like that. It's reading things that most people can't see, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do guided trips for a lot of people? Uh, not a lot. I no. do for a few. Um, I've had a lot of people ask, but when I tell them that it costs money, <laughs> they're like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, man, it costs like way more than the the mushrooms themselves." And they're like, "What?" And I was like, "Well, mushrooms are easy to get. Yeah, you're going on like almost twenty years of experience doing them, and." taking care of other people and almost always being just like a tether to reality mm-hmm. for people. So, uh, I mean, uh, uh, my friend who I do them for now that, you know, for being nameless, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like she would get like super confused about things. And I was like, it's sometimes it's funny. Like, um, she wasn't getting visuals, so she was like, I want these. And I was like, that's actually good. Visuals are like a sign of stress more mm-hmm. than anything, right? It's your body kind of dealing with stuff. So you're doing good. And she's like, no, I want something. And then I don't know how else to explain it, but like uh, an entity of some guy showed up and like started poking me in the throat. <laughs> I was like, I needed to throw up. And so we like went back to her place, and I'm yelling at this thing in the street. <laughs> He's trying to talk to me, and they talk in all kinds of different ways. Mm-hmm. And it was talking to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's trying to show me something, and it's trying to show me with patterns on the on everything. It's basically, but it would only let me see it if I closed my eyes. Yeah. And we're out in the middle of fucking summer, or like out in the sun, and it's just like, ah, I can't fucking see when I close my eyes. So I'm yelling at this thing. I'm like, ah, can't we just do this when we get back? <laughs> She's like, what are you saying? I was like, it's not talking to you. And then we get back, and I start yelling at this thing in her house, and she's like, all right, no, visuals are back. You're like an old wizard. And I was like, no, I am an old wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I am one. <laughs> it's not... 
You just didn't. You don't see it most of the time because it's not necessary. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> fucking yelled at some many a spirit. <laughs> now, is that just to keep him in line or work with it? Sometimes working with it. Sometimes I'm just mad. <laughs> Like, uh, I do work with a particular one, um, and, like, I'm a trickster, so the ones I choose to do work with are generally tricksters. They're not all good, generally. Uh, and <clears throat> he, like, I don't know how else to explain it. He, like, is able to set things up in such a way that I'm like, well, like I don't necessarily believe in, like, like predestined stuff. Mm-hmm. However, I do believe that someone would plan to fuck with you, like other spirits, fae, whatever. And this guy does. Oh man, it's a fucking yell at him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I know the work that we're doing, and I just you get upset. <laughs> like this is fucked. I get it, but it's fucked. Is it like malicious? No. Ne- one time he did beat me up. But <laughs> he beat you up. Yeah, yeah, it was like when I first met him, really. Um, it was a voodoo Loa. So uh, I never, I asked to be able to open portals. And then uh, I was driving home one night and I lost seven minutes of time driving like a bunch of intersections. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really freaked me out. And I was like, what the fuck? So the next time I did mushrooms, he showed up and he was like, I'll give you this gift. <laughs> <laughs> My ex is having a great time. I'm like on the floor, like, oh, <laughs> and like super visuals going on. A buddy shows up with a, with a date device, mushrooms off us. <laughs> and, and he's just like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. They're like, man, all the times I've seen you do mushrooms, like I've never, ever seen you like this. And usually I'm, you would never know. I just would take them and go out. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, don't worry about it. It's like super spiritual. <laughs> was it, would you consider that a bad trip? I don't consider any of them bad trips. Okay. That's <laughs> my understanding. A lot of people have bad trips because they refuse to do the work associated with them. Yeah. Like they force you to deal with some of your issues. So people are like, I don't want to deal with it. And then they're like, my stomach hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm uncomfortable now. Yeah. Right. So make it stop. Yeah. Like, no cry, bitch. That's how you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, like, uh, the one that was walking around in circles, she was like, I feel like I'm hard. She was having total gut rot. And I was like, just tell me what you want. Like, what do you want in life? And she was like, that's not going to help me. I'm like, it 100% is going to make you feel better. And all this is going to go away. And she's like, no. So I grabbed her a notebook and I was like, write that, write down what you want. And she gave me the notebook. I was like, no, read it. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as she finished reading it, she was like, all right, I feel better. <laughs> I was like, if I, all right, people try to be like, no, it's the chitin or chitin or whatever in it. No, man, it's your fucking emotions you're not dealing with every time. So they have some people at bad trips. So they don't want to deal with their emotions. And then you'll see those people who will be like, I don't want to do mushrooms. I had a bad trip. Or weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you want to get to know yourself? Too bad. <laughs> yeah. it's. I remember one guy telling me, 
this was early on really before I, I might have done them once or twice at that point and I told him like yeah we're gonna go do them this weekend he was like oh if you have to use like use the washroom don't look in the mirror <laughs> and I was like why what am I gonna see he's like you might see something you don't like I just, I always get into, like, I can't stop looking in the mirror for some reason. Oh, man. Well, like, you just look so weird. And some point in the night, I walked in the washroom. I'm looking at him like, I love this. This is great. (laughs) I fucking peed all over my buddy's wall once. (laughs) (laughs) See, the mirror, like, just off. Mm -hmm. You could see, I could see myself a little bit. So I, like, leaned in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man. So are mushrooms, would you say, your more, most spiritual uh, connection? No. No? <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Get, give me a rundown, then. Uh, mushrooms are my absolute favorite of drugs. All right. Um, but mushrooms are very much inner work. Something like acid, I find anyways, is more like connecting to people or plants animals whatever everything else mm-hmm. you're connecting to everything else it's almost like they're they're doing the same thing in in different ways uh dmt is like the uh, say it's the most spiritual i don't know you can that you will see like all the shit i talk to like you can see it on dmt yeah. um i mean even magic mushrooms are very chemically similar they're not that far apart if you go look them up. You know, just Google the chemical structure. You're like, oh, they fit over each other. <laughs> well, I noticed from uh, the bit of DMT that I've done, other than the first time, which was kind of like super potent, everything else has been like vape pen, kind of more yeah. controlled. I, I find once you kind of get rolling on it, it's almost like the, the peak of a mushroom trip. Mm. Well, worse, way worse. Um <laughs> Like when you, like you, you would you say this is a singular color wall? I'm color, not at the moment. Well, I mean, like in general, yeah, it's yeah, painted yeah. one color. Yeah, on DMT, that's like twelve or thirteen different colors with eight patterns on it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right? Which like, that that was like <laughs> that was the first time. Yeah, which was the first time I ever like because my buddy hooked me up. Uh, and I hit it, and then he just walked out of the room. <laughs> and I was like, "Where are you?" Oh go? yeah, and it can change like the way it, it operates too. Right? It's like the most complex. Like it is a I want to call it an intelligent drug. You, well, everything it, just it, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, it's, go. Ahead. It's intelligent, right? Like other drugs, I would say intelligent. And I mean, for everything I know, you know. It, I personally believe everything is conscious because electrons are conscious. So if electrons make up everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything is conscious. So, I mean, like they're conscious, but I don't, they're not intelligent, not like DMT. Uh, like, cause it will, it will change. It's never really the same. This is where I've seen the most spirits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I once got high off DMT by, being beside someone and I had to explain to him that I was seeing something and he was like yeah man we smoked DMT and I said no we did not you smoked it <laughs> and he like looked down at the pipe in his hand and was like oh okay yeah maybe we should leave <laughs> I was like there's something here man 
It was big. <laughs> it like breathed and shook the air around us. <laughs> so what are you doing? That's did you leave? Yeah, well, we walked back to our campsite, mm-hmm. and there's like all these lampposts, and every lamppost we walked under shut off, and then like would turn on when we got after the next one would turn off. <laughs> and then like we got back to our campsite, and we were like talk about it, and the fire would go fucking nuts, and we stop talking about it, the fire would go back to normal. We talk about it, the light would go off. Stop talking about it, the light would go on. We talk about it, the fire would go crazy. <laughs> I finally calmed down. I'm like, oh, okay, I can smoke some DT. Fox shows up. I get high, everything, but the fox changes. I'm like, wait, you're not a fox? And he nodded at me and walked away. My buddy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, and then after that, I almost got clotheslined by a makeshift leash that was in the tree, like the day after. Because yeah. uh, at that point, I didn't have a leash for my dog. I just never, she ate them. Or like would tear them apart. She didn't like them. I never used them. So someone at the camp said, you need to have this. You need to have a leash. So fucking, I got clotheslined by one. And it was like strung up in the woods in this path that only we're near. <laughs> There's no other one. There's nobody camped anywhere around us. And we moved to that campsite. Like, I, there's too many things that I could be like, nah, man, this is just too many coincidences in my life. That's weird. To be like, nah, this isn't real. <laughs> Right? And like my buddy was there the whole time and he'll tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. I think you met Jesse <sighs> once or twice. Maybe. He's been to some shows anyway. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure if you've seen him you would recognize Probably. him. Probably. It's been a few years. Yeah. Or... But yeah, it was just lots of weird shit. He was actually we were doing dumb magic stuff before I uh he gave me this mask that's hung up in my house. That's <laughs> <laughs> where my spirit came from. <laughs> <laughs> the the one that yeah, from yeah. that's where it came from like yeah. Majora's Mask yeah he got it in India <laughs> and like so <laughs> like so he goes he's like I want this mask guys like this is a powerful mask you know it's got stuff and he's like I don't care I want it <laughs> so he bring it back and gave it to me and that shit happened and then like uh the spirit that's telling me who it is and I'm like what the fuck like I don't like I didn't know anything about this thing. And, uh, and so I'm like looking at it and I'm like looking at pictures of like what the spirit's supposed to look like. And I look at the mask and I was like, is this an Indian version of this fucking guy? <laughs> like, it's the same. I was like, wait, are you different spirits? And he was like, yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm also like these ones. And I was like, what? And I was like, don't worry about it. It's not important. <laughs> I was like, kind of worried. And he's like, listen, if I came as like Loki, would you believe me? And I was like, nah. He's like, cool. That's why I came as this voodoo guy. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but after that, man, working with him has been fun. <laughs> it's fun as shit sometimes. You've been hanging out ever since? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not like, we're not like hang out every day kind of people, but uh, like I was doing a uh tarot reading for a friend and i had a, a an oracle deck that i used to sp- specifically speak to this guy mm-hmm. and my buddy didn't like his reading he's like i got another one i was like all right i guess and he like started shuffling the cards and two popped out and one was like i give offerings that are genuine and then the other one was like i only take what i give like what what's mine you know or something like that and he was like is this because i took two pieces of cake and i was like yeah man shut the fuck up fatty <laughs> <laughs> he's like 
I don't know how else to explain. Like, how did those two cards pop out? You know, mm-hmm. you know hey, can I have another one? No, <laughs> fatty. <laughs> and I don't know this. Uh, when I am hanging out with him, particularly, like he uh, interrupts my Spotify and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. My Spotify will literally be like on my phone, connected to my Bluetooth. And it'll be open, and then it'll just go nuts, and it'll end up on something completely different. Uh, if we were listening, I'd be like, "You see that? <laughs> like what? We were like, we were listening to like something punk, and then like some like lo-fi hip hop would come on, mm-hmm. and like not anything I have as like saved or you know like you would hear a vi- visible like like Spotify was going crazy, like someone was." rapidly searching and be like alright this is what you need to hear and it happens all the time <laughs> when you say working with them what kind of st- stuff do you um a lot of it's personal I mean not not like crazy but like breaking codependency uh understanding more of like how I operate in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that we don't, most people don't operate essentially the same, but I mean, I am a trickster. So my rules for this universe are different than someone who would say be, uh, some kind of healer or, mm-hmm. uh, builder or whatnot. Right. Like, uh, my personal belief is that we all have archetypes of the God that we, are yeah right like i'm a god you're a god probably the same god uh (laughs) (laughs) at some point at some point right we're just living two different lives but the version of you that's here now the version of me that's here now we are fall under archetypes Mm -hmm. so how do you understand who you are if you don't understand your archetype and some people it's not a big deal some people might inherently know uh like i heard a story about Matt Stone and Trey Parker asking Elon Musk to play D&D with them. And he was like, yeah, I'll play. And they're like, oh, uh, what character would you like to be? And he goes, no, I am a human paladin. It's <laughs> 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 like He's so just, matter of fact. You know, just, I am one. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not playing a different version. I'm playing, you know, like a, like when I play D&D, like I, I realize that I'm not just a wizard or a druid or a rogue i i fit into there are parts of me that fit into all these different things right yep uh well the main one for me is trickster he's like no i'm a fucking paladin there's nothing <laughs> else right so it's just it's, you might not know who your god is but you know the archetype for that is pretty substantial yeah yeah how, how can one go about finding that out just look into it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my phone's over there, but I mean, afterwards I can show you. Just describe yourself, yeah, and then look up gods that you described. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds it sounds so hard, right? Uh, and I've done this for other people. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, describe yourself, and they go like the things that that are important to you right like so i can't manifest money so money would not be in my gods yeah. in fact the offering to my spirit is money <laughs> like 10 pennies right it's <laughs> like you know like not really money but like <laughs> what <I've got. laughs> here's some from the from the couple <laughs> yeah you know right like uh well fucking find pennies now so 
Yeah. <laughs> like a roll of them at home. <laughs> just for that. So they think. But then look at and then look at like so the things you like and then look at these gods and you'll see where the similarities are and uh right, like offerings, right? Like if you could come to my house and I mean it's been a while since you've been there, but mm-hmm. like I got a ton of toys. Right? You would think that kids lived in my house. Yeah. <laughs> right? But it's not it's me. I'm a kid. Right? Like but I'm a trickster. Tricksters love toys. There's intoxicants in my house. There's uh games there's uh like all these things that would point to someone who uh and i'm gonna say this plays games yeah right yeah i was gonna say likes having fun yeah likes having fun and learns through that kind of way Mm -hmm. right uh when i was doing judo it was the same thing it was a game yep right i learned the rules of the game i got really good at it uh, you put me in any any board game i don't care what it is with a group of people and like half the time i'll end up on top just i'm good at games yeah right that's my archetype right that's cool so how long have you realized did you lean into the trickster or (laughs) that's relatively new Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the last couple of years or so um a lot of this is new a lot of this kind of picked up after the seven minutes of time dropped yeah like that was like it literally came in fucked up my phone's music and uh i it was back when uh like the you could still plug in headphones or whatever so an aux jack in the car and it was just all of a sudden like your music's playing at the volume that's too loud like from when you first plug it in and turn it up Mm -hmm. i was like what the fuck and i looked down to like change it and looked up and i missed all the exits to sherwood park and like that. I was like, what the fuck? I got home and just sat weird. Uh, it really accelerated, but I've been doing it. Uh, like, I was called a shaman by my friends since like my mid to early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I was, the term always just sat funny with me. Kind of has the connotation of that I care <laughs> about. <laughs> About the planet and shit when uh, that to me is not the issue because uh, like the things I need will find me, mm-hmm. right? They come to me. I don't have to know where to find mushrooms. I don't know where to find the tools that I need. They just show up when I need them. Mm-hmm. And you're open, you're aware or open enough to accept them yeah. as they yeah. are. Because yeah. would you say that just from what you know of people in general, when even they're in need of something, like a form of it will show up, but they're just not paying attention or yeah, unwilling they don't know to, to accept read what's it. going on around them, mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> I don't. I haven't checked into this because maybe I'm not too sick. But people who are sick has been told that if you look at like the plants growing around them so like your house yeah maybe it doesn't necessarily your house but all the weeds and all the different plants growing like in around your house and your neighborhood they'll generally have the cure for it <laughs> right like um i mean again i didn't look into it it's not been necessary mm-hmm. uh but lots of times when i've been like uh like so a friend of mine was asking for a, a place to smoke dmt so we went on a walk and we're walking through the woods where there are zero cedar trees and all of a sudden it's just filled with cedar smell. 
I'm like, there's like, there's none in Alberta. <laughs> so I'm like, you smell that? Yeah, it's fucking weird, right? Yeah, here's where. I don't know where, but like here. <laughs> like, And we look around, and he's like, there. Right? That's where it is. And then he goes and has this like wonderful experience where he's like manipulating energy around him and stuff. And he's like, insane. that was fucking crazy. And I was like, you do that all the time. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, it's just showing you. And he's like, that's nuts. Uh, but lots of times it's just like, yeah, man, I feel like I got to make a left. And that's, that's the best way to explain it. I just, a left will just be the way I explain it. But sometimes it's like, stick around for five minutes or, you know, like sit here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And I have Very enough odd experiences that people can be like, yeah, man, this shit happens. Yeah. Just go with literally sit in the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one night, uh, before Sage died, me and my buddy Andy were doing some acid and, he was going home, and I didn't want to walk all the way across the bridge, so we walked to the high level, like the park on the north side of the river. And I had a wand that a buddy of mine made for me, and um, this Palo Santo, um, it's nice smelling wood, it's supposed to be used for ceremonies and stuff. The voice came, and it's like, light it like this, get a good smoke going, and then spin around three times, and then just go wherever you feel. It's like, okay, so I ended up like going to this mural area and there's two guys talking about like hidden doors and that's like way up my alley <laughs> like explaining it to another person and so there's me and sage chilling and they're like hey man we're not crazy and i was like oh i don't care just keep talking <laughs> right this is like way so like there's like uh i don't know if you've ever seen it but there's the mural under like it's on just off 109th street and it's just like all these faces basically looking at each other. And he's, this guy's like pointing at all these faces being like, this one's looking at this. And I'm okay, where's that one looking? And he's like, it's you. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm having this crazy thing. They're like, we're not high. And I was like, don't worry, man. I am like, <laughs> right. And they're like, start talking about like magic and stuff. And I was like, they're like, we're not crazy. And I was like, I just would like to point out that this whole time we've been talking, I'm literally holding a magic wand. <laughs> <laughs> like look at the wand and they're like look at they're like wait a minute what the fuck like were you sent here to meet us or were we sent to meet you and i was like probably both and then so we both started okay this was crazy we both we all like the three of us all start walking we all start walking in the same direction they're like you don't have to follow us i "I live this way what the fuck so they started like talking to me. They're like, "What's your dog's name?" And they're two indigenous people. And I was like, "Oh, sage." They're like, "Oh, sage is a uh, important herb dust." And I was like, oh, "I'm aware it's an important herb for me." <laughs> she helps me battle my demons and shit. <laughs> I just laughed, and it was just like, "Man, like that shit just doesn't happen to people, mm-hmm. right?" Like it wasn't like it was late. It was like ten thirty. <laughs> yeah, I was just a random summer uh, weekend, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do this." And I run into this weird shit. <laughs> Roll with it. Lean yeah. into it. That's how I, that's my type of luck, I guess. <laughs> Chaos. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. I might see you out there. and have no idea who you are. 